Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get free download and free 30-day trial at www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellows. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellows. Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we are going to be reviewing hostels, and talking about some more Oscar categories. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How you doing? I'm doing okay. <laughs> Today's one of those days when I really miss having Eli in the studio with us when we record. I'll say that. Damn, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's just I can do it. It's just like sometimes I'm like running three different things at once, and I'm trying to change things and get things ready for the next part. And it's just like, oh my gosh, this is slightly insane and slightly annoying. But hey, gotta do what you gotta do. Um, do it for the brand, right? Do it for the brand. <laughs> All right. Well, do it for the do it for the company, man. You got to. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, before we get into our actual topics and what we're actually going to be talking about and reviewing today, I do want to say um, you should go and check out my Twitter. Um, everybody, not just you, Aussie, but everyone should go and check out my Twitter because I have decided that you now we don't do this for every movie, but I kind of really like. I think this is going to be big. I made a box office prediction for opening weekend of Black Panther, and it's a pretty bold one, and you should definitely go and let me know what your box office prediction is. Tell me how crazy you think I am, um, and you should do that. And Ozzy, I just wanted to get your box office prediction. I don't know if you thought about this at all, but we were, we're two weeks out, I believe, from Black Panther or something like that. What do you think this movie is going to make in its opening weekend? Uh... I don't think it's gonna be two hundred million. I think that's I think that's just like really, really, really crazy, if you ask me. That's my prediction, by the way. <laughs> um, just opening weekend. Yeah, opening weekend. So let me let me let me pull up something here, just so I just so I have an idea. You're good. I will say this: I think I I, I my prediction is two hundred million. But honestly, even if it doesn't, re- and that's a very very bold. Very bold prediction, by the way. Only four movies have ever done that. Um, and two of them are Star Wars movies, if I'm not mistaken. So it's definitely bold. And one of them is a Marvel movie, by the way, Avengers. But didn't, either didn't way. Age of, didn't Age of Ultron do that too? No, it didn't cross 200 opening weekend. Um, it was Avengers, I believe Star Wars. It was The Last Jedi and... Um, the Force Awakens, if I'm not mistaken, and then obviously we remember when Jurassic World did that. It was that was crazy because Jurassic World, nobody thought that was going to do 200 opening weekend. Um, but anyway, either way, even if it doesn't reach my obviously very high expectations in terms of money, 
it's going to destroy that silly, silly prediction of 100 to 120. That's that that's the like the that's how it's quote unquote tracking is 100 to 120. That's ridiculous. That movie is going to not blow it out of the water, in my opinion. This is a cultural event. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, because, I mean, you know, a cultural event is also Wonder Woman. And I think she, I think, I think that movie, I think it barely broke 100 million. So, I mean, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be like that. But that had the baggage of DC as well. I mean, again, I, I still don't think it's going to do that. I mean, it is a, going to be a cultural superhero film, um, but I just don't think it's going to break that two hundred million. Um, I mean, I think, I think if if it's anything, I'm betting my money on it's going to do that. It's going to be Avengers: Infinity War. I just don't think, I just don't think Black Panther has that amount of capacity to do that. I mean, and you're even talking. I mean, you're even talking Marvel's arguably best franchise in and of itself. It's going to be Captain America when it comes to just a solo outing. And I don't think none of his films even broke 200 million. So, I mean, again, I just, I just don't think that's accurate. I mean, I think, I think the 100 to 120 million is, um, seems more accurate to me. So that's that's insane to me. It's just, this movie, like you can't understand. This is like the first time an entire group of people are being represented in this way on the screen. It's, it's it's great. I, I honestly think I think one people are making predictions of like 160 to 180. And I think that that's definitely a reasonable area to expect this movie to be. And I get the idea that this is like it's an origin story, but it's not even really an origin story because we got his origin technically kind of in Civil War. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah. you're getting more of a you're getting more of a depth uh, situation. But I mean, I just don't think that we're going to get that. I don't think we're going to get I don't think we're going to beat, you know, 100, uh, 180, 160. I mean, I, I mean, maybe it does. Maybe that's, I think that's probably the highest maybe, maybe it can go. I just don't think it's going to beat, I, I just don't think it's going to be the 200. I think that's, I think it's reaching way too far. I think it's reaching, reaching way too far. I mean, you're talking about Star Wars. Star Wars, I mean, it's a cultural event, you know. Star Wars is, uh, not that I, is. Not that I, not that I, not that I see that, but I mean, hey, it is up to, to a lot of people apparently. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, that's their thing. And then Avengers, I mean, that was, that was, um, I believe, I mean, that was something that we've been waiting for for a long time. We've been waiting for Avengers for a long time, and that broke box office records at the time. So, I mean, I believe, I believe. Um, I'm just saying. I mean, I believe those are the reasons why. But I don't think. I don't think that. I don't think Black Panther carries that much power to it. Yes, it's a cult. Yes, when it comes to, to representing a culture. Listen. Yes. When I, <laughs> yes. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. I have people. I know people that want to see this. I want to see this. I'm buying my tickets this Friday. Um, but I just don't think it's gonna break box out. Like I don't think it's gonna beat 200. I just don't see it. I just don't see it happening. I I just I know of people, and I know there are people who have literally never seen an MCU movie who are planning to see this movie. It's something that's multi generational. That there's like older men who are gonna go see this movie because you know this is something that they re- like. I I don't know. I just and it's taking place. It's like what the second weekend of Black History Month. Like they they timed this perfectly, and I think it's going to do extremely well. Well, um, but I guess we'll see. Well, this is, I guess, a bragging rights. We'll see who is yeah, right. I mean, I, I mean, we could do a Twitter poll if you want, and then we can see who wins ultimately. I mean, we still do have well, a t- There's I mean, no way do. to really do a Twitter poll because we would have to, like, 
I don't know. Oh, we did one before. I think we did one before. But uh, what Black will make Panther. more money? That was the question. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna find, and we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out yeah. in the coming weeks to come uh, what makes more money. I don't know if we did it box office wise or. I actually think oh. we did Thor Ragnarok versus Justice League for that, and Thor Ragnarok. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Thor Ragnarok did win. But uh, I mean, again, I I personally think that um, I don't think it's gonna. I think it might set close to a record, but again, I just don't think it's going to be that 200 million. Because I know people too that haven't, like, I, for instance, I've mentioned Jakir on the show. I'm going to mentor her later on in the show when it comes to my recommendations. Um, Jakir, I mean, she's not really into, she's not really, she's a friend of mine, by the way, guys. Um, you know, she's not really, a, like, you know, a huge superhero, you know, fan, but she's going to go see this movie. So, I mean, there are people that are going to go see this movie. You're 100% right. Um, but I still don't think it's going to beat the 200 million. Yeah. I just think it is. Fair enough. I mean, I guess, again, we will see. Um, you're thinking more. What, what's your actual prediction? Like, what's your official prediction? I'm probably just uh, just to, just on a leap of uh, leap of faith, probably one, 120. All right. 25. All right. I guess we'll see who ends up being closer. Um, but... Let's, I guess, move on and, well, actually, let us know what you think. If you think that this this movie is going to do amazing, let us know. If you think this movie is going to tank, let us know and give us your reasons for that. I don't see it There's tanking. No There's way no way it tanks. Gonna but, tank. There's yeah. no way it's going to tank. Marvel is going to get its money back from this movie. Yeah. It's going to get its money yeah. back. Um, speaking, of, speaking of Marvel, I woke up to this morning. I, okay. I didn't expect to get this at all. I was just like, what? Oh, you I mean, want to talk about it. the Ant-Man trailer, right? Yeah, I mean, I was just completely sh- shocked this morning because I know, I know for me, the one Marvel movie I've been following is is Infinity War. I was like, when is the trailer going to come out? When is the trailer going to come out? When is the trailer going to come out? Because I want it. I want it. I want to see it. And uh, I, I wasn't following any news on Ant-Man and the Wasp. And, like, I woke up to the surprise of a trailer and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> okay. So I saw it and I really enjoyed what I saw. I mean, what what did you think about the trailer, Carlos? Um, I really was into it. I, I don't think we got enough Michael Pena in the trailer. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, but I know they probably want to save the majority of that probably for the movie. Um, yeah, it, it looks it looks fine enough. It's not something like I was like, yes, I need to see that. But I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm intrigued by the villain. I don't know anything about this villain, so it looks cool. I don't even know who's, I don't even know who's playing the villain. I yeah, have I no... I have no idea who's in it. I have no idea. Well, I have some idea who's in it, but I don't have any idea who's the villain. I don't know what it's about. All I knew was the title. I know that it was coming out this year, Mm -hmm. but I had like, you know, and I think it's going to be a problem for at least, you know, for this movie is, um, it's coming right after, I think it's coming like, I think it's coming in like July of 20, yeah, yeah, 2017. So it's coming off of Avengers Infinity War, Mm -hmm. which I mean, I think it's it's pretty big shoes to fill. Um, I don't think it's gonna fill them, of course, but I think it's gonna be. I think this takes place. I think it takes place before Infinity War, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but uh, um, which is weird. I, I th- that's a weird choice to make because this this movie's coming out after Infinity War, correct? Yeah, yeah. So that's a weird choice to make. I, I don't know, but I I think with this movie they're not expecting because if you remember when Ant Man originally came out. People were calling that a little bit of a flop in the box office. I think it made like what sixty something million opening weekend. I think it made eighty million, uh, something like that. It it was lower than we're used to seeing with Marvel movies. 
Um, but it wasn't a flop by any stretch of the imagination. So I don't know how, what they're really expecting with this one in terms of money, but I don't know. It's just I, I, the trailer didn't get me like super like, oh yeah, this is the this is something I'm really looking forward to this year. But it also wasn't like, oh, this is terrible. There were a couple of moments that I really liked. Uh, the moment when uh, he's like, wait, you gave her wings? And he's like, and guns too. <laughs> We're just like, that, that was a good moment. Um, there was another. Uh, th- oh, yeah, I made, I believe, I believe it made 57 yeah, million. Yeah, it was, it was lower compared to Marvel movies. Um, yeah. Which is funny because, you know, we go, we, we, that one comes out and it's like 50 uh, something million opening and then. We're like, okay, that's kind of a flop. That's not the best. Uh, and I don't agree that it's a flop, but it's definitely not a strong one. And then we have Justice League coming out make, doing 90, and then everyone's like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen to this universe? It's funny, like uh, like that. But, yeah, I, what did you think of the trailer? You liked it? Yeah, I mean, I liked it. Um, I'm definitely excited to see. I mean, that was probably, like, my favorite part, the one that you mentioned with mm-hmm. Michael Douglas and Paul yeah. Rudd, where he was just like... Yeah, well, you probably didn't have the technology, so it's fine. He's like, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that, that, was, a good that, that yeah. scene, I that yeah. scene, I really liked, and I'm just interested to see like their dynamic together as a team. I mean, yeah. um, she was kind of she was kind of in the range, and I'm gonna go ahead and say this is kind of this is kind of Marvel's kind of you know women kind of giving the woman like a lead. Um, so I'm excited kind of the for first it. Time, yeah, co-lead definitely. So. Yeah, um, I'm definitely excited to see her kind of um, take over and just, you know, do some crazy things. I mean, this was basically her trailer, if I'm going to be honest with you. This was like her trailer until like, hey, you know, I'm I'm also the lead. So, like, watch out. And I thought it was really cool just seeing her kind of just do the twirl when the knives were being thrown at her. Mm-hmm. And she was throwing some hard punches, man. She's throwing some really hardcore punches. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm also gonna get the big version of Ant Man in this too, so I, yeah. I wonder how that's also gonna play out. Yeah, I hope I hope it's it's good, and I hope that I like her a little bit more in this movie than I did in the last one. I wasn't too big of a fan of her character, but I ho- I hope she's good in that respect. Um, this isn't actually like I'm just gonna we, we don't have to talk about this one because I don't think you saw this trailer, but this isn't the only Paul Rudd trailer that I saw today. Um, the new sci-fi movie directed by Duncan Jones got a trailer released, um, Mute. It's a Netflix movie. And that looks really weird but really interesting. And I'm a huge fan. I'm a big fan of Duncan Jones as a director. So I'm looking forward to um, that movie as well. But, yeah. So you should definitely te- check that trailer out as well. Yeah, definitely. Look at it. All right. Well, let's get into this movie. Uh, we are going to be talking about... Hostels and Ozzy, I'm gonna let you take this one away and kind of explain what this is about and um, what you th- overall thought of the movie because I think, well, I know you are a bigger fan of this movie than I was, so why don't you take it away? Um, yeah, I mean, I was just a huge, uh, just a huge, huge, huge fan of this film. Um, and I think I'm gonna go ahead and say because you know, we are having Oscar discussion leading up to the Oscars, yes, and um. You know, for me, this was a snub. Just, just gonna say that out there. But before I get into it, I mean, this movie was directed by, I believe, it was directed by uh, Scott Cooper, mm-hmm. and um, it was also written by Scott Cooper. And um, this, you know, it takes place in 1992, and it's a, it's a war captain, and he has to, 
he has to basically um, escort this chief to his home. He's not too keen on taking him, taking this chief to his home because, you know, the, these people, it takes, you know, this is, you know, it's between the, you know, the whites and, and the Native American, the Natives um, here. So, I mean, it's not really a good time to be leading your enemy anywhere, or at least somebody that you fought in war. So that's what basically it's about, is just having to tr- take them home and, and their adventure and, and uh, the stuff that they go through on that journey uh, to bring them home. I personally enjoy this movie. I enjoy the cinematography. I enjoy the performances. Christian Bale, for me, gave an amazing performance. I thought he did really, really well. Um, I, I just loved his performance. But um, there's someone that I wanted to, to bring up. I, I'm looking for his name. Uh, Wes Studi, he plays Chief Yellowhawk, and he gives an amazing performance. I loved his performance. I believed his performance. Um, for me, he was just the best part in this movie was his performance. I mean, you just you felt um, you felt a sense of, of of calmness with him and and reasoning with him. So I definitely liked it. Um, what this what the movie gets right is I would say is kind of the you see the relationship between uh, Chief Yellowhawk and and Christian Bell's character, Captain Joseph J. Blocker. Um, you see a relationship. You see that it's not. You see that it's off to a rocky start. You see that Christian Bell does not like, um, you know, West Study's character. Um, you you see that. But as you as the movie progresses, um, this 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 hate turns into a sort of bond, and you know they experience things on on this journey, which I think would would bond to anybody. And um, for me, it just uh, that relationship molded into something, and and. Uh, I found it absolutely beautiful just just seeing how it, it turned out for for these two characters' relationship. I, I absolutely just loved it, and uh, the character evolution I think is is definitely written well here as well for for some of these characters, not all of them. We'll get into it, but um, yeah, I mean I think overall the performances were great. The cinematography was really well done. Costumes costumes were well done this year for this film. And um, overall, I, I don't know the specific locations of where this was shot. Um, I mean, I know that they mentioned Montana in the film. I don't know if they actually went to Montana and shot it. But, I mean, I did I do like where, you know, how we saw these different locations. The cinematography here kind of reminded me of the cinematography in um, Mudabound. Um, just getting the, the, the shots of the sky and everything with the, with the land. I absolutely just love the cinematography in here. So, uh, I think we can officially call you a Scott Cooper fan, I guess. Uh, he also directed uh, Black Mass, which I know you're a fan of. Oh, yes. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I'm not as big of a fan of this movie. I think it's a good movie. I don't think that it was really snubbed on anything, to be honest. But we can get into that more when we start talking Oscars and towards the end of this uh, discussion. But I do think that it is a good, solid movie that a lot of people can go and enjoy, and that's completely fine. To be honest with me with this movie, I just didn't get... I. You're probably going to talk about it, but I know you mentioned to me that... I th- Well, I think you mentioned to me, if I m- remember correctly, we had this discussion a little late last night, uh, that you got pretty emotional at certain points in this movie. I can't say the same. I did not really find myself attached to any of these characters, uh, and that's probably a me thing, and also with the tone of this movie and the way that it's... Um, unabashedly 
depressing. <laughs> it just was really hard for me to kind of let myself be invested in these characters. Um, but anyway, as for positives, well, Christian Bale, uh, he is really good in this movie. I don't think that he should be like nominated for best actor or anything, but I do think this is a very, very good Christian Bale performance. Um, and Rosamund Pike is good as well. It's not my favorite of hers either. It's just, I, they're all good performances, but nothing that kind of blows my mind. Um, I also really liked um, what you, you said his name as well. I don't... West Study. West Study. He was definitely, I agree with you, he was a very, very good performance. He's probably the best performance in the movie, him or Christian Bale. Um, but yeah, I, I, and I do agree, something you said as well, that uh, Chief Yellowhawk and what's the what's Christian Bale's character's name? Uh, jo- uh, Joseph, Captain Blocker. Yes, Captain Blocker. They their their dynamic is definitely the most fascinating part of this movie. The way that it shifts and it very slowly shifts and very it's in a way that you can believe and it's really well done and well written and well directed. That aspect of the movie especially. Um, there's also some side performances that I quite enjoyed as well. Um, in what's the Jesse Plemons, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Jesse Plemons. I thought he was my favorite of um, the main group of guys who went with Captain uh, Blocker. Because basically, if you just break down this movie in terms of its story, it's very it's a very simple story. It's basically a point A to point B story with a bunch of character development in between. Um, they're transferring a prisoner in uh, Chief Yellowhawk from, where are they, in New Mexico or Arizona? They're somewhere, somewhere in that south, southwestern region to Montana. They're transferring him from one place to another. And... That's basically the story, and it's just the uh, situations that they find themselves in along the way, the people they gain, the people they lose. That's what the story is, and uh, a lot of the characters they meet along the way are fascinating and well-acted and all of that. Um, I don't know. I just <laughs> I couldn't get attached. I couldn't find myself getting attached to this movie. I don't know what it is. Um I will, again, say this. This is a very, very dreary, down movie. There's not much in terms of um, lighthearted moments until really the very end is the most lighthearted it gets, I guess. Um, Kind of. (laughs) Uh, And there's a couple moments throughout, but it's not... It's a very down um, movie. (laughs) So don't don't go see this movie for a pick me up. <laughs> Definitely don't go see this movie. Be like, I want to go see something to cheer myself up. Not the movie for you. And I think you'll be able to tell that in the first five seconds of the movie. So yeah. Uh, do you have anything else in terms of positives that you definitely want to throw out there? Yeah, I mean, for those of you guys who who are fans of Three Ten to Human, I mean, that has a has a bit of an Easter egg there for us. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what. That movie was uh, released in twenty in two thousand seven, three ten to Yuma, and Ben Foster, who was in there, he's also in this film. Yeah, so sure. I kind of found that really cool um, how they're doing a western film exactly ten years of its uh, release date. So I, I found that really interesting and cool. Um, 
but I disagree with you. I think this movie was definitely snubbed. I mean, we will talk about it when it yeah. comes up, when it comes to best to best actor. I'm not going to talk about it or anything. Or best supporting actor. Um, we already talked about cinematography. I think he probably should have been nominated. Um, I just, I just think how the, I just, I just love the shots there. But um, overall, I think, I think that's it. Um, Rosamund Pike, she did a good job. I did have issues with her character. Um, I have issues with how they used her character, but yeah, I had issues with how they used her character and her character transforming because um, and now if it's okay with you, Carlos, we'll transform in the we'll transform in the negatives. Yeah, we'll go, go in the it. negatives. Go for it. Um, something happens to her family with the Indians, and um, you know, at first she reacts to um, blocker situation where he has to guide these Indians, uh, you know, through there. Through the through this land to get to Montana, that's where these Indians live, and um, you know, she, she, she. I thought I, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe her. You know, I thought she was doing good at some points, but I just found it really confusing because she would she would react some way to certain Indians because uh, you know we saw multiple natives throughout this film, d- different groups of natives, and she would act so cold. And so hateful towards those natives. I mean, rightful, rightful, rightfully so for some of them, right? Mm-hmm. But then she would go around and be fine with the regular natives that she was with. So, like for me, I kind of found I was kind of confused at how she was coping with things, um, just because I was just like, I don't, I don't understand what was going on there. I um, agree with also that. just to an yeah because it was. <laughs> I just, I just found it. I mean, I don't know. For me, I just, I didn't. Um, maybe we could talk about it after the no, show. I don't know, but yeah. there was just some things that she yeah. was doing, and I was just like, okay. All, all, uh, I'll say, all I'll say is I agree to an extent. There were definitely moments in the movie where I'm like, I'm not getting how she's reacting to this like at all. It seems a little melodramatic, and then it seems like a little underwhelming at times. But at the same time, I kind of go to pass because it's such an extreme situation where you're just like, honestly, I'm not going to question how she reacts in this moment because it's just it's so gruesome <laughs> what what she has gone through that it's just like you know who knows maybe i would react the same way and i'd be just as yeah, I mean, schizophrenic about it that, that's what i'm saying you know like this the thing that the thing that happened to her was so tragic right yeah and then you know you know it happened because of the natives and for me i like i would have been like I probably would have made the story a bit better if, if, if she was reacting a little bit more to these natives that were with them, that were traveling with them. But she only acted such a way when it came to these other natives that were interfering in her path. So for me, I didn't I, for me, I didn't get it because I kind of got the fact that she was from, from what had happened to her that she had hated the natives. But originally, it, it seems like that. Yeah, at first, but, yeah. Yeah, and then you know, and then she's just like, you know, I'm fine with you guys, huh. but I hate everybody else. So I don't know. For me, I just I had issues with with her character as well. Okay. Um, I didn't I didn't really. I was a bit confused. Um, I mean, not really, but I don't know if I would have gone the particular route of the relationship that um, Christian Bale and Rosamund Pike's character had. It just felt kind of um, off put. If you're gonna off me, if you're gonna ask me, it's kind of predictable uh, too. <laughs> It, I mean, I didn't. I, it was predictable. I just I was hoping it didn't go that route, just because I was just like, you know, this is a very serious film and everything. And like, look, I wouldn't be mad if she went that route, regardless. I just wish that 
I wish that it, it kind of was left anonymous per se, instead of actually just saying like, Hey, you know, we went, uh, we went and we did this, um, because you know, why not? But, um, and there's also a scene with Christian Bell. The editing is very choppy, very, very, very choppy. Mm-hmm. I would have just made, I just would have shot the whole thing. I don't know why it was just so choppy. Yeah. Um, it took me out of the movie. It really did. Um, yeah, uh, my biggest issues with this movie, to be honest, are just, it's a lot of character stuff, and it's not the main characters, because like I said, the strongest part of this movie is the relationship between Chief Yellowhawk and uh, Captain Blocker. Um, they, they, their development and how that goes is great. And it's almost like they get basically cast everything else kind or put everything else kind of in the back seat with this movie. And there's too many characters for them to do that. If you're going to, I think you needed less characters in this movie or you needed a longer runtime to flesh out some of these characters. Because honestly, where my issues come is like there are characters who uh, kind of spoiler alert, there are characters along the way who die off in this movie. And I just I didn't know them well enough to care. Like there's a moment there's a moments that I feel like we were supposed to care more about what had just happened. And I didn't. Um, there's, and there's great actors in these roles too, that they kind of just, they're there and they exist, but you don't really care. Um, this cast is kind of stacked. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is in this movie. Uh, you already said, um, what's, what's the name? Jeff study? Uh, no, crap. I'm, I love Ben Foster's in this movie. Uh, I already said Jesse Plemons is in this movie. Um, it's just uh, there. There's a lot of people in this movie, and I I feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm supposed to care more. Um, and, and there's I think the biggest the moment that exemplifies the, my issue with this movie is the mo- is a moment when two characters are saying goodbye. And I will like the only thing I'll say is that it involves Christian Bale's character. Two characters are saying goodbye, and it's this. You can tell they're trying to play it up to be this, like, really emotional thing. You're supposed to feel this bond between them. And I didn't. And it's kind of like now all of a sudden. I didn't get that from any of the movie beforehand. And it's like now in this moment they're trying to tell us they had this huge bond. And I'm like, you can't just right before they're about to say goodbye tell us about their bond. We have to see it. We have to. Or even if you're going to just tell us, then tell us beforehand so we can get it beforehand. Not right as they're saying goodbye. And I that's just that's my biggest issue with this movie is just all of these characters there there's a, I just didn't get the emotional impact that I was supposed to the biggest emotional impact I got which I will say they're successful in this again is just how how depressing this movie is and it's not depressed well it is depressing because there's a lot of very visceral gruesome things that happen on the screen and that is true and they're successful in making it because that's the goal is to make it sad but also another thing thematically that they're successful in is showing you how just messed up the relationship between the united states and uh native americans and how messed up that relationship is and how messed up the history is there and how disastrous that the whole relationship has been throughout our throughout American history, and they definitely do a great job of showing that, and just showing how sad and how d- 
disturbing of a situation that is. But again, I have to be attached to these characters, and I just really wasn't, to be honest. Um, and maybe that's just me. I don't know. Um, but that's how I feel about this movie. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, it's not that. Look, I mean, it's not that you can. It's not that you have to be necessarily attached to these characters. It's just also a very sad situation. I agree. I mean. I mean, you learn about some of the stuff that happened in history. Look, I don't care for some of these people that happened in history. Not that, and that's not that bad thing, but it's just a very sad situation. Like, I wouldn't wish harm upon that person. Like, you know, there's a scene with, you know, where, you know, Christian Bale is 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 losing one of his men, and I felt bad for him. You know, this was a sad situation for him, and you know, we clearly get told in this movie that he is he's not the best person, but. You know, you can tell by his performance that there is a lot of baggage that he carries. You know, it's very hard for him to break. Um, he doesn't break easily. Mm -hmm. uh, there is just a lot of stuff that I feel that from what I got from his performance that he is holding um, within himself. that he he has chosen to just use that and, and, and you know, bury whatever emotion that he's having um, so that he can do what he has to do. Mm hmm. And he has to be he has to be that for many. He has to be that for several people. He has to be that anchor and he can't break. Yeah. And, you know, for me, when I had what stuff was going on with him, like I truly cared because I, I felt I kind of related to the situation where, you know, you have to be the anchor for some people. And so, you know, people can't see you break. And um, so, I mean, I related to him as a character, but overall, I mean, it's just a sad situation of what happened to him because there are some characters um, you know, for instance, Yellowhawk's son. I mean, I wish I got more from him as well. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, the actor, he played Slipknot in Suicide Squad. I wish we got more from him too. Um, but the situations that happened with him as well, I mean, it's, it's very heartbreaking. It is. Again, it's not that. But it would have been more heartbreaking. My point is it would have been more heartbreaking if I cared more about him as a character. That's That's my only point. But... Yeah, I mean, I cared about him because, um, you know, ultimately I want him to go home. Ultimately, I want him to be safe. Ultimately, I want him to be with his family. So that's I did. I genuinely cared for these characters. just And also just because you see the stuff that they went through, you know, you just yeah. see the stuff that they went through. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I do think this was a really good movie. Um, Carlos, what are you, you going to rate it? Um, I do think I again, I do think this is a good movie. I really do. It's just, it's not anything that I'm going to, like, rewatch anytime soon. Um, it's definitely, like, it wouldn't have been on my favorites, I'll say that. Um, and I'm going to give this movie a 7 out of 10. It's, it's a good movie. It's just, it's not necessarily for me. But I do admire, I want to make sure I say this as well. I do admire this movie, and I hope that we get more movies in this same style in terms of just a western just a straight up western and this is a straight up western it is a very simple story that is kind of character driven uh, it's a movie that's character driven and it's not too afraid to kind of just be slow moving and be long-ish again i wish it would have been longer but i don't know i admire this movie more than i like it and i do think it is a good movie so seven out of ten so okay i'm giving it a nine Wow, jeez, dude! I really, jeez. I really enjoyed this movie. I think it was oh a really great gosh. movie. I think it was an amazing movie. Oh my I gosh! Um, I give it a nine. I really do. I, I think this was one of the best character-driven movies uh, in 2017. 100, percent no questions asked. 
And um, overall, I think it was a really good story. Yes, it's a simple story, but um, it doesn't mean it's not a great movie. It doesn't mean it's not an amazing movie. I personally relate. To, I personally care for these characters. Um, and I, I just enjoyed the story. And I think the relationship with Christian Bell's character, uh, Captain Blocker, and um, Chief Yellowhawk. I mean, th- that relationship is just such a, such a core, just such a core relationship. And mm-hmm. for me, I, I, that was one of the best uh, dynamics I've seen all year. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I got to give it to it. Um, right. That's why I give it to. Hey, uh, after I think after our um, after the Oscars this year, we should probably because we have a lot more listeners now than we did when we did this the last time. Um, after the Oscars, I think we should re go over our rating system because i was just thinking like my reaction to what your rating was kind of probably gets lost on some people because they don't necessarily know what our ratings mean exactly so we should probably go over that again just yeah behind the scenes throwing that out there quick quick thing to one to ten scale one to ten okay (laughs) seven is good nine is amazing so that's what that's what carlos give it a good to give it an amazing Boom. So explained. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'm, for now. I'm, yeah, exactly. We'll go. We'll go, we're gonna delve back into it a little bit more um, in a couple of weeks or so, or um, I guess about a month. Geez, the Oscars are still a month away. Come on, let's let, Academy get it together. We don't need the Oscars in March, please. Um, anyway, hell, man. that's ridiculous. We don't I'm need to it. Figure out where I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna try to. I'm trying to figure out where I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> we really don't need the Oscars in March. Like I get that it was really late February last year. But just the idea of an award ceremony for something that happened in 2017 taking place in March of 2018 is a little silly to me. Come on. Let's get it together, please. Um, Are they going to do it in March 2019 for 2018? <laughs> I, I, I hope not. I don't know. Um, but anyway. I think these awards need to happen, like, in January. I would like that, too. But that's asking too much. I think late January... Early February is when most of them are. I think are. late January should that's when it should be because I mean you have everything coming out. I mean you still have stuff coming out in in, in yeah. January, uh, you know, kind yeah. of yeah it, worldwide. So I yeah. mean I, that's what I'm saying. Like I think I think it should be late January if anything because yeah. I mean now I mean now it's you know it's all about twenty eight twenty. Like I want to focus on twenty eighteen. Like I've barely been able to focus on this year. So everybody's just like Ozzy was the best movie we've seen this year. I'm just like. I'm only seeing two, so I can't really. <laughs> tell, I can't really tell you. I mean, maybe Maze Runner. Um, <laughs> 12, I mean, I've only seen two. I can't oh, tell you. I can't, I can't. I mean, it's too early to tell. Yeah. But I've only seen like two. Movies in 2018. So it's not. I've seen I don't a couple more, but I haven't. We haven't been able to review them because we've been so packed with all these Oscar movies. And I think it's just a lot of it. It has to do with just how the movies how they how the system works but ultimately like the system is kind of dictated by the awards i really don't think it's the other way around i I think it's so stupid like i don't understand why movies are released exclusively in la and i'm just like it's because it's because i I think well i honestly think you just gotta freaking change the rule like and i know that it's like if it's released in la then it qualifies for the oscars so what they do is they release in la so that they can qualify for the Oscars of that year, and then they wait to release it wide. And it's like, I get that, but that's not healthy. <laughs> it's not healthy for your for when the actual Oscars happen, because, again, in March is a little silly. And it's also not it, – it's kind of frustrating for movies like Hostels when you have a movie that technically, technically 
is a 2017 movie that is coming out January, what, 20-something? 22nd is when this movie went wide? Like, this week? That's ridiculous. It's this a whole month. Almost a whole month after the movie. It's just, it's silly. It, it's, we got to change this whole system. It's, I don't know. But who knows? It'll probably never happen. Who knows? But anyway, um, before we move on to our Oscar discussion, we are going to throw it to an audible read. So hopefully you enjoy this. We know you want to read that book before the movie comes out, but the truth is you're way too lazy to. Why not listen to it on your commute and have absolutely no effort put forth in actually reading it? Don't strain your eyes. Use your ears. You do that anyways when you watch TV. It's like TV, but you get to watch the world in real life as your book happens. Get Audible today at www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellas. That's www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellas. All right. Well, now we are going to move in to full-on um, Oscar discussion. And the category we are looking at today for our Road to the Oscars discussion is... Best Original Screenplay. Um, yeah, we were going to do an acting category today, but we're still a little behind on some of those movies, so we decided to jump into the screenplay side of things. And we are slowing our roll a little bit and just doing one at a time now because, we, again, we have until March, so we can space some of this stuff out. Um, Ozzy, you excited yeah. to talk about screenplay? Original screenplay? Yeah, man. Let's, let's, let's get it over, All right. man. Again, this is original screenplay. We're not talking adapted screenplay. It can get confusing because some things are adapted and you don't realize it. Like, And some things are you would think are adapted, but they're not. So anyway, we're talking original in this episode right here. So the nominees, the actual nominees were for Best Original Screenplay, The Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, The Shape of Water, and three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Uh, Ozzy, what do you think of that list right there? It's not a bad list. I think it's a really good list, as a matter of fact. Um, I'm not mad about this list. There's only one thing that I can think of right now that I would have put in there um, if I could. Okay. And it'd be Wind River. I have that on mind as well. Yes, I just think that movie is is very well done, uh, very well written. And um, I would have added that on there just as the best screenplay. I think that's the only thing that I can personally come up with right now. Personally, what? Um, um, maybe you say something. I'm just like, hey, I, it slips into mind. But personally, okay. right now is what I'm thinking about. But I mean, I think Wind River um, was definitely one where I was just like, what man, that out? needs to be probably get out. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, maybe. I mean, I think. I mean. I think we have completely switched sides on Get Out because <laughs> there's a lot of times when I'm trying to put things in from Get Out in, into these, and you're like, "Ah, take Get Out out of there." <laughs> We've like completely um, switched sides on this movie. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would also, I mean, I would also, I mean, I would also nominate maybe even Detroit um, for 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 screenplay. I think that, I mean, I have that written down as well on the side list. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really good one as well. And uh, definitely Only the Brave. I mean, that script was amazing. Um, I absolutely loved it. Um, Would that have been... Is that based on a book or anything? Or is that just based on one? actual events? 
it was based on actual events. Oh, I know it's based on actual events, but was there like a book that it was based? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, let's look it up. Yeah, go on Google. Let's go on Google. Uh, while, <laughs> while you're looking that Google. up, while you're looking that up, I'll say what my list, perfect list, would have been. Um, Get Out, Lady Bird. I think those are great choices and no, no problems there. I'm keeping those. Um, and that's all I'm keeping. Um, I, again, I don't have issues with any of these other ones. Obviously, three billboards I have issues with, but again, I don't like that movie, so of course I'm going to have issues with it. Um, oh, never mind. It's based off a book. Okay, it is. So that would well, be adapted. I can't name it. <laughs> all can't right. do it. Can't do it. Um, can't but, do it. Yeah, so I would take out three billboards clearly because you know don't like it uh i would probably take out the shape of water i don't think that's necessarily a script driven movie i think it's more of a director driven movie um yeah i mean because i was thinking i was like i was like ah, man it's either get out or the shape of water and now that you like i agree with you man it's probably gonna be the shape of water to twitch out because i think get out overall get out is a, i mean i think the script for get out is is pretty yeah. pretty good but um, yeah and also the big sick is the one that i'm like i really don't have an issue with this being in here i'm completely fine with it but i think that there are some things that i would personally put in there above it so if you're keeping track there's get out and ladybird that are definitely i'm good with now what i also would put in is i tanya i don't understand why this script is not on here and this is uh, a, this is original by the way um I I really really enjoyed the Itania script, and I think that movie is incredibly well written. And for what they had to work with, they based this movie on the interviews from the actual people involved. So they had a lot of very biased interviews. So what did they decide to do with it? They decided to give it a comedic spin, and kind of just go for it. And I really appreciated that, and I really liked how this movie is written and the the direction they took this material. And again, when we reviewed that, I was like, I'm very, I was very skeptical about them making this a comedy because it's a very kind of uh, bad situation that obviously happened in a, in it's one of the worst situations, in, like one of the most infamous moments in American sports. And to make it a comedy is bold. And to, the fact that they pulled it off and they were able to write it in a way that it worked is impressive to me. Um, the one that I would say is definitely a snub, and I know this is a very divisive movie, not everybody's going to agree with me, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's my opinion. Mother, where the frick is this script? This is incredible writing. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't give it screenplay. Because to me, it's more of a, for me, it's more, it's kind of just like, for me, it's kind of just like The Shape of Water. It's more... More I of a directorial. All of the 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 whole movie is an allegory. That's a literary term. It's a right. It, it's I don't know. I I I really think that if you're I I didn't put we if you you can go back and listen to our discussion on director. I didn't have. I don't even think I mentioned Aronofsky in director. Um, I probably should have now that I'm looking back on it, but. I do think that this is a script-driven movie, if there ever was one. And I honestly, and I know I'm higher on uh, higher on this movie than a lot of people, and that's fine. I think this is one of the best, if not the best, scripts uh, in terms of original screenplay. But whatever. Um, I also have Wind River down, so my five would have been Get Out, Lady Bird, I Tanya, Mother, and Wind River. Um, you just you just hate three billboards outside well, of Missouri. That's true. I, that's what I said. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's unacceptable. I think you seriously need to get a movie. No, nope. just because you went into it 
with a completely different mindset. You went into it not thinking it was going to be a dark comedy. When you went in to see the rest of these films, you knew what you were getting into. So I also think you should give it a second, like another shot. But hey, just my opinion. Um, Completely ignorant, Carlos. Ignorant? Excuse me? (laughs) No. Um, Just because I didn't like a movie doesn't make me quote unquote ignorant. And it's not just because. No, 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 no. It is not just because I didn't know what I was getting into. That is true. I don't disagree with you there. But at a certain point, you just kind of realize what the movie is and just take it in. And th- about, that movie came. That point came early. You realize that this is a comedy very fast. So that's not the issue with me. That's not why I dislike the movie. I dislike the movie for reasons that I explicitly went into in our review. I don't like the way the tone works. I don't think it works at all. And I think that a lot of the messages of the movie really are quite disturbing, to be honest. But whatever. <laughs> Again, I don't like the movie. And that's just me. That's completely fine. I'm completely fine being the minority opinion on that movie, and I will never watch it again. I hate it, to be honest. You know, Carlos, <laughs> I think you'll watch it again. But anyways, I'm never going to watch it again. Hear me out. 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 Right? Hear me out. Right? Okay. What about to the bone? To the bone. Or uh, yeah, that's or hero. Okay. Hero is fair. I think I have that written down on my side list. Uh, to the Bone, for the purposes of this discussion, I left To the Bone off of every every category because it is a Netflix movie that wasn't given a theatrical release, so it never would have qualified for the Oscars. So I couldn't do it for the purposes of this. Now, that's not to say that... Uh, that's not to say that it's not going to end up on my top 10 of the year because for my top 10 of the year, I don't care. Like I have no, I do not care if it's just a Netflix movie. Don't care. It's probably going to be on my top 10 of the year. Spoiler alert. Um, the one category that I really, really, really wish we could consider it is a category we've already talked about in best actress for Lily Collins, but that's a whole another discussion and we probably should have brought it up then. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I have my whole rating system up, so I get to see like the movies I've seen in 2017. So I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. like I, like you know, so I get like many memories here and there. But um, I would have kept um, let me go back here to my to my um, to my original screenplay nominees. Um, I would have probably kept in uh, three billboards. I would have kept Big the Big Sick, uh, Get Out, and Lady Bird, and and I would have changed the shape of water for Wind River. Okay. Gonna be- be honest with you, I think that movie is not getting. I think that movie was again. It was a snub. I agree. It's a complete snub, and yeah. I think I would have switched it out for the Silver Water. Um, I just don't think. I 100 percent agree with you when you said out. I started thinking about the movie. I was like, yeah, you know, I think you're right. I think that is not a you know a, a script driven movie. Yeah. So I would agree. What given about it I, I mentioned Itania and you kind of made like a a noise. What what do you what what's up with I that? wouldn't have done that. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have nominated it for, for screenplay, honestly. Why? I just I I don't know. I just don't think I just don't think it's a s I don't think it's a script driven movie. I just don't. I just didn't find the I definitely think it's I thought it was a performance Yeah. I think it's a performance driven movie. Okay. That's interesting. I think that's what the I mean, because I mean I think I don't want to get into. I, I think there were some snubs. I think there was. I think there was one snub uh, when it came to this movie. I don't want to get into it right now because we're going to talk about it. With, we're going to talk about it with what? Um, with Itania? Yes, there was a snub for Itania. Ooh, um, interesting. But, um, 
yeah, I thought it was un- like when I saw like I want to see. I still need to see some movies so I can so I can be like okay for supporting. I'm guessing. Yes, it has to be for Tony. Yeah, um, but I thought that was a complete snub. Okay, interesting. Um, Can't wait to talk spoiler, about that category. Just spoiler. Just spoiler alert. Um, but um, I, I that that for me was a was a character driven movie, um, and I think it was one of the best of the year. Just just, but I don't think it's I don't think it has best original screenplay. I think the big sick 100 percent deserves to be on here. I absolutely love that script. Um, Get out was an amazing script. Um, Lady Bird, we can both agree that was a really great script. Yes. Um, and I personally, I personally like the three billboards of Evan Missouri. I really enjoyed the script. Most people do. Again, um, I'm in the minority. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think, not only me wrong, I don't think it's uh, I don't, for me, again, I mean, this is not, three billboards is not, um, it's not a script driven movie. I just think it has a really amazing script. I don't think it's, I, if I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to win best script. If it does, I'm not going to be mad. I just don't think it's going to win best script. But um, I do think it deserves to be nominated. Um, what I do also think that needs to be nominated is Wind River. To me, that is a complete snub. And I'm mad. And I'm really <laughs> mad. Yeah. Um, some of the things that I, sorry, uh, some of the things I was considering. Um, like this is on my side list. I have Brigsby Bear, um, which is a movie again I watched recently, and you should definitely watch. It's very, very good and very original movie. Um, I kind of considered briefly. I actually crossed this off my consideration list, and I don't know if it's maybe it's because I found out it was based on something. But I wrote down Darkest Hour and crossed it off. I'm not don't remember why I crossed it off. Um, Logan Lucky is one I wrote down as well. Oh yes, and Detroit, movie, yes. which you mentioned. So, what do you think about I Logan Lucky? Uh, I would have. Yes, that's a. I love that movie. Um, I wonder when it comes out on DVD. If it is already out on DVD, it's gonna be mine on Friday. Um, <laughs> I, dude, I, I absolutely loved that movie. Um, what do you think about? Would you consider Logan an, an adapted screenplay or? It is or, adapted. Yeah, okay, it's adapted. Um, which that was nominated we'll talk- for adapted, right? I don't know. Was yeah, it? it was. It was. Oh, dude, I was going to say, man, like, if it wasn't, man, like, yep. what are we doing? It was. What are we doing? Yeah, it was. It was. Thank God. Thank God. Okay. All <laughs> right. So I don't, I, I don't got to bring it up. I don't got to bring it up. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, like, my thing with this cut, like, all right, I, I guess we're going to dip a little bit into just my overall philosophy on sometimes on movies and sometimes some things that really bother me when people say when talking about movies and their quality, they go, Oh man, it was so great. It was so original. And they treat original like it's a positive. I don't fully agree with that. I don't think a movie, and we've had this discussion kind of before. I think we've definitely had it off mic before. I don't think something being original makes it inherently good or inherently better than something that is derivative. Um, But with this, for the purposes of original screenplay, it is in the name. So I'm completely fine with something being original, being nominated because it is original. And for that reason is why I have Get Out, not to mention the fact that it is very, very layered in a lot of its messages and things like that. So I'm fine with Get Out. And Mother as well, in terms of why I have it so high, in ter- why I think it would be my number one probably in this category it is extremely original and it is extremely layered and complex. And I really, really appreciate that. And again, with this category, I'm fine with holding things that are original higher 
than things that are less original, quote unquote. Um, in general, I'm not, I don't think a movie that is original, but is okay, just in terms of how it was made, is better than something that was extremely well made, but we've seen it a thousand times. If it was extremely well made, I don't care if we've seen it a thousand times, it was extremely well made. That's my overall thoughts, but for this category, I'm fine with being biased towards original content. Just wanted to okay. say that. Um, and let's give some recognition to some of these nominees, man. Um, the Big Sick was written by Emily V. Gordon and Kumanji um, Nanjiani. Mm-hmm. Um, those two actually married in real life. I guess, yeah. Those of you guys who didn't know that, you guys should know that if you've seen the movie. It <laughs> says it after the movie. Just, just, just so that you know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Get Out was, of course, written by the brilliant Jordan Peele. Yep. Um, Lady Bird was, again, written by the beautiful and amazing and brilliant Greta Gerwig. Guys, she's amazing. Um, she wrote that, so just give her credit. Um, the Shape of Water was written by uh, Gilmore Del Toro and Vanessa Taylor. And the story was by Gilmore Del Toro. Mm-hmm. And uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri was written by Martin McDonough. And the one that I would have, um, I definitely would have nominated is Wind River, directed and written by Taylor Sheridan. So um, pull up that I, is... A pull up Itania as well. Itania? Uh, I think our okay. Mother was definitely written by Aronofsky, so I'm good there. Um, Wind River, you just said, and Itania is the only one that I don't have up right now. So Itania was written by Stephen Rogers. Yep. Again, I think that is right. so funny. I think <laughs> that is so funny how Sebastian Stan, who we plays, should have remembered that. <laughs> uh, yes, we should have. I really should have because I just think it's so funny how Sebastian Stan plays Winter Soldier, and he is Steve Rogers' best friend. And who wrote the movie he was just in? Stephen Rogers. I think that is great. Yeah, definitely. Highly ironic. All right. So, yes. <laughs> uh, you want to move on to recommendations? Yes. And right. Carlos, uh, you're going to back me up on this one. So, for those of you guys who don't believe me, for those of you who don't believe me, Game of Thrones. Okay. <laughs> Carlos, you're going to get where I'm going with this, right? Okay. Uh, Jakey, I'm going to give you a shout out. Don't be mad at me because I'm going to tell, tell my story. Um, <laughs> you know, all right. So, Jakey, you know, I was telling Jakey, I was like, Jakey, you, know, you, you need to watch the show. The show is the best show. Uh, it's the best show right now. Okay. It earns its name. It's not overhyped. You're going to see why it has so much hype. She's like, nah, I don't want it. I tried. I saw, like, a few episodes. Nah. I was like, Jakia, like, it's so good. Like, come on, dude. Like, you have to watch it. Like, come on, come on, come on. She was like, all right, all right, all right. You know, I'll give it another shot. I'll give it another shot. I'll try to power through it. I, I want to see what everybody's talking about. Um, you know, and we watched it. You know, she watches the show. She, she watches... I don't know if she's all cut up now, but um, last time we spoke, you know, she was in season one. She was get, she was kind of getting into it. Uh, that was the, that was like the first time she was telling me that she was watching. She's like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of getting into it. Last time we spoke, I believe it was last week. Mm-hmm. Last week when when we when I saw her, she was she just got done watching season six. Mm-hmm. She loves the show, so. Um, and she's not somebody. And again, this is not somebody who would be into Game of Thrones. This is somebody who who is really not into that kind of genre. She's not into that, but she loves Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is so good, man. You guys need to get on that. Okay, it's on a it's on a year hiatus, which I think is the dumbest oh. thing the show has ever done. So I think depressing. that's absolutely a mistake, and I hate the show for it right now. I'm really <laughs> mad. I'm really mad. I'm really mad because you know, not only are you giving me a shorter season, you're making me wait another year. So. Yeah. You know, I'm mad at you right now. So, 
whatever. But anyways, that is uh, I'll give him Game of Thrones. I gotta give Game of Thrones a recommendation. Um, those of you guys who don't think you're gonna be into it, watch it. Um, for those River for those Riverdale fans who are saying that it's better than than Game of Thrones, she watches Riverdale. She said, nah, so I don't know what y'all doing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think I have a vendetta against Riverdale just because <laughs> I have some people that are telling me that's better. It's like, nah, I can't. I can't. Okay. I'm going to oh watch Riverdale right now. And I'm going to talk. <laughs> I don't want to have a negative feeling when I watch it, but I feel like that's what I'm going to get just because I'm hearing it's better than Thrones. And I'm just like, no, man. I don't know. I don't know what you're on, but have you seen Game of Thrones? No. I'm like, okay. They're just like, yeah, but have you seen Riverdale? I'm like, no, but it's the CW against HBO. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I'm not, like, I'm speaking I'm speaking from HBO. HBO. I mean, it's HBO that we have CW. Like, I don't mean to I don't mean to crap on CW. CW is great. I love CW, but let's, let's be honest with each other here. It's HBO. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's one thing. Like, it's really hard because I do enjoy most of a lot of CW's content. I mean, Supernatural, obviously, we're both big fan of um, all the superhero shows, all that. But there's no denying that they're of lesser quality than a lot of other things out there. And I completely get people who are like, eh, no thanks. I get that. That's fine. Uh, but you just if you accept them for what they are they're they're good they're they're completely just they're fun they're just fun shows so but at the same time to say that they're a better quality than some something on hbo or a major a lot of things on hbo i don't want to speak for everything on hbo because hbo has made some duds before but yeah come on let's stop being silly um my yeah. and my, and uh yeah. just just a quick just a Go quick i am catching up on tv and i do like i think i i think i caught up with supernatural i just need to wait for this week's episode i'm loving supernatural man and i absolutely loved wayworld wayward girls i mean sisters Wait, yeah wayward. wayward sisters i love that episode and i'm uh i want them to go for a spinoff i hope it I goes to series really, i really do yeah i mean i'm interested i'm really interested yeah and i want to see where it goes i want to see where that story goes and i think it i think they have a good thing going Definitely. um i know the i know my friend i know she's like a mom to me uh marcia i know marcia didn't like wayward sisters um but i mean i think i think it's gonna be a good show i think it's gonna be a good show i yeah. think i think it has a possibility because i mean they have such a strong cast i'm i'm game and um Surprisingly, I'm like an arrow. I, I was surprised. I'm like an arrow. Um, Carlos, I don't know if you'll agree with me, but I'm starting um, to like arrow a little bit. I'm trying to remember uh, what the last episode was. Yeah, it was fine. I don't know. It's. I'm starting to like it. I'm starting to like it. I'm not loving it, but I'm starting to just like, yeah, I mean, it's it's good. It's I'm, good. I'm just not, I'm like, not down for the team being separated just in general, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's. I think they need to be on their own just to see – how tough it is because I feel like I feel like we already kind of got like a little preview of like what what it's like just to be on a team by yourselves and, yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm 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 for it. Um, I'm I still need to catch up on the Flash, and I'm I'm catching up with Supergirl. I think that I just caught up with the premiere return. I just watched that episode before we recording. I thought it was a pretty good episode. Mm-hmm. So again, I mean, I'm still catching up. Um, give me some time. Maybe we'll talk some TV on this coming week's uh, episode. But I am catching up just so that you guys know. Yeah. 
Um, I'm doing so. Yeah, if you're <laughs> bummed that we're not talking TV, sorry, we're prioritizing the prioritizing the Oscars over TV. My bad. Um, anyway, um, we are. <laughs> I will let you know this right now. Tuesday is probably going to be purely a This Is Us discussion. Yeah. Okay. Tuesday is going to be a huge episode. I mean, the Sunday is going to be a huge episode um, for This Is Us. And, um, Which it is, just a, a warning. This is us is after the Super Bowl. So there was no, or there is no episode for this week, technically. They're saving it for the Super Bowl, and then there's going to be a regular episode on, what is it, normally on Tuesdays or Wednesdays? But anyway. Yeah, Tuesday, it's, Tuesday, it's Tuesdays, normally on Tuesdays. Yeah. But we are going to have a This Is Us episode. I think it's going to be our first This Is Us episode. I don't think we're going to talk Oscars or anything like that. It's just going to be mainly a This Is Us episode. Probably. I don't know, maybe, maybe we have a guest. I don't know, but this is, uh, I think that this is going to be its biggest episode uh, that the show has ever had. Um, guys, what the hell are you doing not watching This Is Us? But anyways, Carlos, right. I'm so sorry I cut yeah. you off. You're good. <laughs> My recommendation, we are going to go from Game of Thrones <laughs> to something completely different and completely on the opposite side of the spectrum from Game of Thrones, um, and that is the Paddington movies. Now. Okay. Uh, I, and I also, I, I have another side recommendation as well, but I'll get there in a sec. Pad, the Paddington movies. Uh, I had heard great things about the first Paddington, and I just never gotten around to seeing it. It was one of those movies where I'm like, all right, I need to watch that. And it just never happened um, in that year. I believe it was, what, 2015 when that came out in the U.S.? Um, so, but anyway, it's just one of those movies that it just kind of slipped by me. I never got a chance to see it. And then Paddington 2 came out. And it's doing great with critics, and it's doing really great with critics. It's getting nominated for British, um, the British Academy's Awards, and you're just like, okay. Then it comes out in the U.S. It's still doing great with critics. It's at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's still at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, last time I checked, it is still, Paddington 2 is still at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which I'm is about to check right now. Absolutely nuts. And I was like, all right, I need to watch these movies. So I watched the first one, and I really, really enjoyed it. It was really fun. Then I went to go see the second one yesterday. And again, I really, really enjoyed it. These movies are so much fun. They're so endearing. They're so silly and ridiculous. But they're so much fun and so lighthearted and so heartwarming. It's, It's very rare these days to find something that is so genuinely just lighthearted fun and this these movies because what they are honestly is slapstick comedy these movies are slapstick comedy it's like looney Tunes style like what is paddington bear gonna get himself in what kind of crazy situation is he gonna get himself into this time that's what these movies are and it works like you know i'm not a huge fan of slapstick comedy just in general like you have to do it well and these movies do it really really well and it works because they set up paddington as a character so well that you care so much about him that you're just having fun enjoying him getting getting into these silly situations on top of the fact that it also kind of has some deeper messages sometimes which is a little weird um, and a little crazy that it's able to do that, but I quite enjoy these movies, and you should definitely check them out. Um, they're tons of fun. 
I definitely got weird looks going in to go see this movie, and that's completely fine. This one family was in there, and they're like, what is this random 20-something-year-old going to see Paddington for? I'm like, hey, I want to see Paddington. Screw you. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, now I know to take my sister with me um, if, if, <laughs> if, if I have to go. Um, she still hasn't seen Coco. I'm trying to take her to see it this Friday, or maybe my mm-hmm. dad will, um, just because I think that it's a movie that she needs to see. I also think she needs to see Wonder, but um, I definitely want to see Paddington. I remember I was watching the first one with you. At least uh, I got I got to I think it was on the beginning mm-hmm. with you. Um, I was enjoying what I was saying. It was definitely it's so much fun. Definitely kind of They're fun. so cute. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> the one of the, the one of the things that, that I remember, which I I, I still remember to this day, and I kind of giggle at it, is um. The one where he, you know, he's at the he's at the diner meeting the family for the first time. He's with the father, and he's just like, he's like, uh, "Come on, roar for me, just do it." And then he's then the father's like, "Roar!" And he goes, "I think this is just like, well, that was very rude." <laughs> They're just so, you got to see this movie, people. You really do. Just the first one's on Netflix, so it's easy to watch. Watch it. In the comfort of your home, and then once you realize what these movies are, you'll be like, I gotta see the second one, and go see it, because it's so much fun. I quite enjoyed it. Um, but anyway, uh, my side recommendation is something that I randomly rewatched the other day, um, and all I'm gonna say is that this movie is still awesome, and that's Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. It's still awesome, and I rewatched it because they just announced the title of the, of the newest one. I can't remember what it is. Do you remember what it is? I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, I can't remember what it is. I'm blanking on it now. But they just announced the title of the newest one. They've been releasing kind of set pictures and things like that. And Tom Cruise is, of course, doing insane things. And I think they Mission released... Mission Impossible Fallout. Yes. I think they released, like, a video of when he, like, hurt himself on set. It, anyway, I was like, all right, I'm going to rewatch the latest one because it's my favorite one. And I rewatched it, and it's just such an awesome movie. And I will forever be grateful to Mission Impossible Rogue Nation for one reason over all else. And that is that it introduced me to the amazing Rebecca Ferguson. So, oh, yes. Yeah. Um, definitely. Also, that is, I believe that's on Hulu, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember uh, where I watched it, but. I watched it on one. It's either on Hulu or Amazon Prime. You can find it. Check it out uh, if you haven't seen it. And if you haven't rewatched it in a while, rewatch it because it's awesome. But yeah, that's what I got. Uh, that's my recommendations. Uh, or those are my recommendations. Excuse me for my grammar. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to see when the trailer is going to come out, too. I mean, I, this is one of my most. Um, I can't wait for this movie to come out. Yeah, definitely. I mean. <laughs> Oh, I mean, we have everybody coming back. Ah, I want it. I want it. Yeah, Michelle Monaghan's coming back, too, as his wife. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's his wife. Uh, oh, that's Ethan, Ethan Hunt's, Hunt's wife. wife? Yeah. They got divorced. Well, she's coming back. Michelle Monaghan's coming back. I know that. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with it. I love right? Michelle Monaghan, so I'm all in for that. I think that. she's great. I think she's great, right? I just, I just want Ethan Hunt. To end up with Rebecca Ferguson's character, because like there were just one in the, in the fifth movie, so I was like, "Damn, man, like, this is crazy." I want you guys to be together. So, um, I'm, I'm super, I'm super excited. I mean, from what I'm reading in this article, it's saying, uh, by the way, the article, I don't want to get any plagiarism or like anything. Like, <laughs> I don't want to get like, "Hey, he took this from my," you know, just whatever. Like what, um, where are you getting it from? <laughs> www.express.co.uk 
All right. It's not dot com, so I don't know <laughs> to tell you guys. But um, from what I'm reading on the site, it is. Uh, it's supposed to be coming out February fourth. Um, I think they're going to drop a TV spot. Um, I think they're going to drop a TV spot on um, during the Super Bowl. That makes February fourth. So yeah, I wonder. I wonder what Marvel is going to drop on the, on there. I don't know if it's going to be a Black Panther or. Uh, I I think they're done with Black Panther. They might. They're probably going to have some TV spots. I don't know if there'll be new ones, but they'll definitely put some in there. Maybe Infinity War. Another. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I don't know if we're going to get another full trailer, but um, because Ant Man is Ant Man is the newest thing that that they that they release. I don't think they want to kill the momentum of Ant Man. Um, but I don't know. I mean, maybe a TV spot for Infinity War. No, everyone. Everyone wants Han Solo, a uh, trailer for Han Solo, but I, I don't think Star Wars has historically done the Super Bowl, so I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, yeah. But who knows? Yeah, but all right, Carlos, where can people find you on social media? All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456, and make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFollows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the YouTube channel, and, of course, our website where we got some great content up there from Brianna. Hopefully we'll have her back on the next episode, um, at least for part of it, uh, and we might have some other guests on the next episode, so be prepared for possibly a longer episode for the next one because we could have multiple guests flowing in and out of here, so... Uh, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and uh, you guys can find me on uh, on Twitter at Castro Ozzy, and also if you guys have any recommendations, um, if you guys want to debate me on Game of Thrones or This Is Us, anything, um, feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellas.com. Guys, uh, we hope you enjoy the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check us out on YouTube. This is Screen Fellas.